Hey, I'm Charles Barkley. Call for a Redmond and water at bars and restaurants throughout the great state of Alabama. Redmond Vodka, available at select ABC stores and package stores. Redmond Vodka is eight times distilled, gluten-free, and is made from non-GMO corn. Looking to support a local business? Redmond Distilling is Alabama proud and minority-owned. Learn more online at redmonddistilling.com. All right. See, here's the thing. I want the banter. I want the interactions and shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I wanted us chatting and shit. And he over there doing, I don't know what. I said, go hot. And he over here fucking with the camera doing, I wanted to know why the fucking mics ain't hot. <laughs> They're hot now. That's all I'm saying. I want them hot so that I can hear all of this type shit right here. I want it hot. I don't care that he not ready. I want to hear what I want to hear all the shit I talk. I want to hear everything. Everything, especially as it relates to me and the motherfucker in that seat right there. Is that hard? No, it ain't. And I'm doing what the motherfucker taught me. And he won't let me. Okay. <laughs> and you worse. You next, motherfucker. You next. All right. Could, let's go. A pharmacist returns to his shop from lunch to find a man leaning against the wall. What's wrong with him? He asks his assistant. He came in for some cough syrup, explains the assistant. But I couldn't find any. So I sold him a bottle of laxatives instead. What? The pharmacist said, horrified. You can't treat a cough with laxatives. Of course you can, his, his assistant declares. Look at him. He's far too scared to cough. <laughs> See, apparently y'all been doing this for a while, because I'm still waiting on the joke. And I Forget thought, you, I, man. I, I thought, I, that I, was I, a good joke. I thought my joke was cheesy, but that right there should have came with an explanation. Footnotes. <laughs> a precursor. And I still didn't get it. <laughs> Forget you. Tell us a joke. All right. What did the horse say after it tripped? I don't know what. Help, I've fallen and I can't giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's worse than mine. No. No. <laughs> no, boss. No, boss. <laughs> nice try. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Get somebody else to do it. <laughs> Delmas Vance. Delmas Vance III has been an entrepreneur for over 20 years, demonstrating experience in the healthcare industry as a registered pharmacist and a small business owner. Distinguished community leader with superior skills in managing complex organizations. He's the owner and operator of Citizens Express Pharmacy and the owner and operator of Street King Customs. 
So he's trying to kill himself and make himself better. <laughs> you can heal yourself afterwards. Got a doctorate of pharmacy from Xavier University. And when everybody knows I used to go down to New Orleans for Mardi Gras all the time, well, this is who I was going to see, him and Shannon. Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, organizer of the annual Community Clothes Drive, the Feed the Homeless Community Drive, provider of COVID-19 testing and education vaccination, which we'll be talking about. He's a board member, past board member of Urban Impact, the Fourth Avenue Merchant Association, and Civil Square, an Urban Incubator Project founder. Delmas, I was watching... Oh, it was when Kenya and I went up to, um, to to Birmingham Southern to watch the Shuttlesworth thing. Remember, I told you we were going to watch yeah, Shuttlesworth yeah. because I didn't see it on TV. Plus, all that stuff going on at Birmingham Southern, I just wanted to go up there anyway. When they were showing the um, fire hoses on the kids' march. Right there in live and living color, I see Citizens Drug. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. Like, you, your father, your family probably has some stories, you know, of the civil rights struggle and whatnot that we ain't never talked about. That's probably true. Yeah. And so... What I wanted to do was, all right, now, Delmas and I have known each other since we were little boys. We got close in high school, but it's just been a friendship. We we never talked about before then, right? Right. So I want to know about your past. I want to know, you know, tell me about how, like, you know, I'm proud of to be Ivor the Third, and and I've senior has a history, junior has a history, so I can lead up into me. I want you to do that. Tell me about Delmas the First and Delmas the Second, and how you got to be here, and you know, tell me your story. Well, that came through with my parents. Uh, I took a mother and a father. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> I think I know how that happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, my uh my grandfather, uh Devils the first, um was a hard worker mm. out of Bessma. Um independent worker, loved the fish, worked on cars. So that's where you got your love of motorcycles and mechanicing well, and all actually that. that came from my brother's my my father's sister's husband was named Ronald. Okay, he owned a Ron, he's well he's passed but he owned Ronald's motorcycle shop in Bessemer. Okay, and I would always go down there as a kid to watch them work on the bikes. Okay, so at one point my dad ended up getting a motorcycle that he hid from my mom. And uh, he would always sneak me on it and ride. Really? And from that point, I was I was sold. But finish telling me about your grandfather. Um, he he um like I said, he was out of Bessemer. Mm-hmm. Uh, not educated. Mm-hmm. 
but he was a hard worker and raised mm-hmm. a good family. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad came from him, and then he ended up meeting my mom, and they actually met. In, at, well, they from both were from Bessemer, but they uh, went to school together at Xavier. So that's where the Xavier tradition the Xavier comes. Trip, yes, that's where Xavier ties in. Yeah. So um, after they came, after my father and my mother came back to Birmingham, that's when they started uh, working at the pharmacy. My dad got with A.G. Gaston, and that's how he uh, acquired Citizen Drugs. Okay. So, because Citizen Drugs was actually under uh, A.G. Gaston's uh, uh, control, and he actually started the pharmacy okay. before my dad got it. Wow. Yeah, like a citizen trust bank, citizen yeah. drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. I mean, I I didn't know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So he took over in about in 67. So my dad had it from then. Um, he had uh, several other pharmacies in the city with, along with my mom. And um, when he passed on, then I took over at the drugstore downtown. Okay. Yeah. Um. You have a very interesting, um, for me at least, a very interesting hobby, if you will, and that is your love of motorcycles. Now, tell me, how did you, I want to know the story of Goon. Oh, okay. (laughs) I want to know the story of Goon. Well, how'd you come up with that name and and the legend behind it? To- well, Goon is a 2008 high booster that I built out of a of salvage yard, actually. And, um, man, started out as a street bike. Okay. Um, I used to get another mechanic to work on my bike, and... We got to get to some odds. I was like, well, man, you know, I could do this. And he said, well, you know, if you're going to get me to do it, you're going to have to pay this price. And I said, well, man, it costs this much on the Internet. Why are you charging me triple that? I'm like, well, you want to do this? You got to buy the parts from me. And I said, well, man, shoot. So at one point I said, okay, I'll just start playing with it myself. Uh-huh. So I've never been to a mechanic school for motorcycles. I was actually self-taught at home in my basement. And uh, I moved from in my basement to actually the back of the pharmacy used to be the bike shop. Right. And I'd take the bikes from the back of the pharmacy to the sidewalk every morning. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I rented an old warehouse down the corner, and then I moved into the shop that I have now. You have watched this area mm. from its heyday to its lowest point. Yeah. And now, maybe, what are your thoughts? Oh, Birmingham. Mm. Well, to be honest, you know, I have been down here. I was down on this block since I was four years old. Yeah. So that's 49 years of being on this block. And I'm talking about this block. Right. So I've seen it all from the car wash to the Ethers Brothers to... Win. Win Radio. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a good one, too. <laughs> to the sandwich shop. Yeah, so I've seen it all down here. And it's it's time for Birmingham to really step up and really do more for this district. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's been it's been blighted and left alone for far too many years. And um, hopefully at this point, they're, they're starting to do something about that. Yeah. But, yeah. 
Birmingham was doing good, but this district has not had adequate attention for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, we're at the, you know, they just... Are they still working on it, or are they done with AG Gaston? Well, from what I heard, it's supposed to open up next month. Yeah. So we got AG Gaston Motel coming. We got Mm -hmm. Creed sitting right here. Mm -hmm. Is that all stuff you guys playing from Urban Impact, or where where is that right now? Um, There's there's a few more developments coming to the district, and and, uh, Civil Square Project is going to be one of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Urban Impact, they've been doing a lot as far as helping the um, the retailers in the in 4th Avenue Merchants Association District. Mm-hmm. And that's that's been the core of what they've been doing it for a while, along with the uh, parade and um, really just working out, working with the merchants. Yeah. So um, hopefully with the redevelopment of the um, Masonic Temple, uh, Civil Square Project, Creed, the, the district should be turning up. As long as, like I said, we have to get it to where the district doesn't just die off at five o'clock, mm-hmm. and it's totally dead on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's got to it's got to be something to bring down foot traffic and bring the uh, liveliness of the uh, district to at least eleven, twelve o'clock. I mean, it's it can't just die off like four thirty. Right. Yeah. Um. You're from Bessemer. Bellma. But you, you from Bevma. Yeah. But you live here in the city now. You've been here in the city. And so I'm going to ask you a question. What makes you so Birmingham? Well, I would say I'm Birmingham, but I've got a whole lot of Bessemer in me, too. <laughs> yeah, you, know, I, you know, people always talk about Bessemer this and Bessemer that. But well, tell me what makes you so Bessemer. How about that? Well... That's what, you know, it's a pretty straightforward, shoot straightforward kind of city. Yeah. Yeah. It's no tolerance for BS and yeah. everybody kind of shoots straightforward. Yeah. But we have we have really short tempers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, Is they, that a, that's a Bessemer trait? Oh, yeah. They say y'all, everybody in Bessemer's kin in some kind of way anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you could go back to... Your younger self, mm-hmm. and give your younger self some advice. Oh boy! Pick an age and tell me what advice you give. Mm. I always say mine is is eighteen. I should have went to Morehouse. Should have went to HBCU. I wish I had done that. I don't regret a thing, but if I had to do it over again, go to the house. So, Man, what's uh, yours? What would I do different? Mm, that's a good question. Probably, probably stay more focused on the entrepreneurship that I was doing when I was doing it, and not enjoying it as much as I did. Yeah, because um, I saw that 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 could have been a a changing factor. Mm. This is to stay pushing, stay pushing, stay pushing. But I've been, you know, I've been working since I was like. Shoot, since I went to college. Yeah. 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 And it's funny, you, um, all the little jobs you had, didn't you, didn't you DJ? Man. <laughs> well, what I used to do, like when you were coming to New Orleans, I used to have a, uh, 
I had a, a company called Party Crew. Yeah, that's what it was. And we throw all night parties. So, you know, you come in, uh, the party started at about 1030. It was women only. Yeah. And provided male entertainment for the ladies. All my parties, all you can drink. I had them at the hotel ballroom. So they always ended up at it. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. so, Say uh, that you know, always ended yeah, up pretty, pretty good. good. You'd have you'd have the party going on for the ladies from ten thirty to about eleven thirty, and then that's when the men came in. Yeah, eleven thirty. We probably run the party to about six in the morning. Then we all go to breakfast. Why are you making that look? <laughs> look like you want to do that party, man. <laughs> um, bet now. I have one last. Oh, how can people find you on social media? Where do you, what's your favorite social media hangout, and how can people follow you? Uh, Delmas Vance on Facebook, or Street King Customs on Facebook, or my email dvance three at aol dot com. One of the original ones. This podcast is being brought to you by Leftover Energy LLC. I am service. I am uplift. What is your favorite charity? Uh, favorite charity it would definitely be the Silver Square Project that I'm working on. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no, no, no. Well, if you want to go past that one, it would be the NAACP. All right, and I because I worked with them when I was in school, and um, it it taught me a whole lot as far as organization and leadership for our people. Bet. If you don't answer one of these questions, you got to make a donation to the NAACP. But they're easy. <laughs> I promise you, you won't. Right. This ain't nothing. Or maybe. Regents Park or Rickwood Field? Mm. Regents Park. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Railroad Park. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Protective Stadium. Crossplex or Legion Field? Crossplex. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? Birmingham Zoo. Barons or Squadron? Mm. Barons. Legion or Stallions? Stallions. Alabama or Auburn? <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> State of A&M? Wow, A&M. Oh, okay. What's your favorite? Um, no, what is your zodiac sign? Aries. Now, what does that mean? Like, when's the your birthday? April sixteenth. It's the ram, and what do what what signifies the Aries? Strong-minded leadership. Strong-minded. Le- yeah, that's that's you. What's your favorite color? Purple. Your favorite artist or genre of music? Prince. I already know the answer to this. Do you cook? Yes, I do. <laughs> Tell us your favorite meal to prepare. Uh, My no. favorite meal of his to prepare is gumbo. It's the gumbo. Yeah, the gumbo off the, the chain. Gumbo or the uh, lamb chops. Nobody better tell my mama this shit. You hear me? His gumbo better than my mama's gumbo. I know, dude. Did you say my gumbo's better than your mama's gumbo? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm talking about it. Hug up, bro. Famous, but boy, woo. Who taught you how to cook? That's something you just picked up, taught yourself, or what? When I went to school uh, in New Orleans. Yeah. I just started cooking. Yeah. 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 That was it. Yeah. Um, who is your favorite NBA team? Mm, Lakers. NFL team? Saints. iPhone or Android? Android. Android. I have been trying to get this motherfucker to get an iPhone forever. Do you hear me? All right, now. The real reason we have you here. This year, this season, we have made a commitment to talk about finances, spirituality, and health. And one of the things that I think we have forgotten is that irrespective of, you know, what you you listen to, if you listen to the left, you listen to the right, you listen to the middle, you're getting differing perspectives. But to me, we are still in a pandemic. We still have... COVID to worry about. I'm not trying to send anybody running inside nor grabbing masks or maybe depending on what the doctor says. But what should we stay vigilant about right now? What what are the numbers? What and 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 as I let me tell this little piece, this little nugget. When the when COVID was coming he was sitting, he would sit, you would sit every day looking at the numbers coming right. cu- coming down. And like every couple of days, he'd be like, man, I'm telling you, it's finna be bad. It's finna be bad. And it was Delmas that called me and we called um, the mayor. And he sat on the phone with him for a couple of hours and convinced him to shut everything down. That's true. true. (laughs) So tell us what we need to remain vigilant about from somebody that has been paying attention to this thing from the start. And thank you for keeping me safe. Uh, No problem. My job. Um, Right now, COVID's at at a point now where we really just at a at a standstill. I would say, not that it not that everybody needs to be back in the mask or everybody needs to do the six. You know. Stay their distance mm-hmm. and um, practice safe protocol when you can and when you need to. But I don't think it's going to get bad again until an, uh, another crazy variant comes out and spreads. Because it's been into this, it's been in the population so long that everybody's kind of get building up a, a immunity to it. Is this what they were talking about? Herd immunity or what? Right, that's exactly what it is. All right, explain it, please. It's like when. So many people get it. The community itself builds up a resistance to it because it's it's, it's like when the disease is out there, the um, the antibodies out there. So now it's all being spread out into one big pool. So it kind of floods itself out. And see, if COVID doesn't have a a, a, a body that can that is not ready to take, it, is not being exposed to it, then that's where it'll go to. But if it's it doesn't have the population to spread it, it it'll die out. All right now. I'm confused. <laughs> I am thoroughly confused okay. because on the one hand, 
I'm hearing new variants, new variants. Oh Lord, the wall, the, the ceiling's coming down. It's new variants. It's new. Va and then on the other hand, I hear there's so much exposure now. You don't have to worry about all the variants because at the crux of it is still the same. Does it like which is it? Like help me understand what's going on. Well, honestly, it's a combination of the two. Is see that's what. That's what's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you know? like you said, they can't tell you that a killer variant might not pop up. Yeah. So the risk is still there, but it's minute until it happens. I mean, COVID came and it was nowhere to be found until it happened. Now, they just said the other day that it probably was a, a leak from the lab. What are your thoughts on that stuff? It's highly possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, it's highly possible. I mean, biological warfare has been here for a long time between all countries, mm -hmm. including USA. So for something to get out of a lab, yeah. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, It really is possible. I mean, you know, it could be a monkey bat in Africa. Like they always say, everything comes from Africa. But it could have came from a lab, too. Now, what about the next pandemic? And I'm not talking about um, COVID. People say, people have been talking about pandemics right before COVID. They were mm -hmm. like, is, it ain't but a matter of time. Is that something we need to be worried about now or... Really, is COVID and its variations and all that kind of stuff that we need to be thoughtful of, and et cetera? I wouldn't say worried about it because you can't do anything about it until it gets here anyway. Uh -huh. So, nah, don't worry about it. Because once it gets here, then that's the time to worry. Now, I will. Now, during the time, during COVID, when everybody was um, wearing masks and all that stuff, all the other sicknesses went down, too. Right, because you, you're being protected. Yeah, so why shouldn't we do that just as a practice? Like, is it is it because of cosmetics and all that, or did, was it real that wearing the mask causes health problems as well? I think that's bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, nah, that's bullshit. Okay. But <clears throat> so just, think about, just think about this. think about this. Think about society. how hard it was to get somebody to wear a mask when there was COVID. <laughs> when it was bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So to yeah. get them to wear a mask when there's nothing wrong, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Michael Jackson was right. On what part? Wearing masks. Oh, Lord. Michael Jackson was wearing masks way back when, and everybody was talking about he was crazy. Yeah, but where's Michael Jackson? <laughs> You I know mean, what I'm saying? Don't be talking like I'm a Mike, Mike talking about Mike like that, I'm a man. Mike fan too. No, you not. You chose Prince over Mike. Oh, I did Didn't that. Uh -huh. I, I did do that. <laughs> I'm definitely a bigger Prince fan than a Michael Jackson fan. But I'm a Michael Jackson fan. And and before I let you go, just a a, a hair on we we got a few minutes. Let's talk about diabetes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What 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 do we need to know as black people? Let's start with black men. Right. What do what do black men need to keep in mind? What do we need to think about? What do we, you know, should we worry about diets, age? Talk to us. Man, um, 
our people's biggest problem is our lifestyles. Mm-hmm. You know, what we eat, when we eat it, we don't exercise, don't exercise. And that is almost to the point now where in our culture, it's, it's almost okay to be obese. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize how much more of a productive and quality of life you lose 20 pounds, 10 mm-hmm. pounds. You're not carrying all that weight with you. You're not forcing all that stuff to your system. So right now with, with us, if we could just change our lifestyle and our habits, that would help with that way more than trying to get them on pills or insulin or anything like that. Because a lot of it is just it's just bad practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's that we as a people need to educate ourselves better. All the sugar and Kool-Aid and the drinking and all that extra stuff. I'm not saying you can't do that at all, but just do things in moderation. You know, most of the the drugs, I mean, the drug stores or, or the uh, grocery stores in black neighborhoods, they cater to cheaper, non-healthy products to sell us. And uh, that needs to change. So there's a lot of things that we could do to probably help our culture out as far as diabetes is concerned. And But the main thing would be a lifestyle change. So everybody need to lose twenty pounds this year. If you could, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're if you're if you're in a, in a good shape size for yourself, I'm not saying that for you. Yeah. But if you're on a, 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 on the point of being diabetic, then yes. What you mean not for me? Yes, for me. I just went to the doctor. Hey, Doctor Cree, I got my numbers the other day, and I'm super good across the board except for my. She said, watch my diet with regards to my cholesterol. Yeah. So I'm happy to report to you, Mr. Pharmacist. That's good. That uh, my numbers are good, but I still need to lose a few pounds. I have, how many pounds have you lost this week? We've been losing weight together. I'm at, I'm at second week and I'm at total seven pounds lost. Well, this week I only lost three. You only lost three. So far. (laughs) Clock in on Sunday. I'm trying to lose another two or three before Sunday. So we are practicing what we preach. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And and really, it's it's just to have a better quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you start hitting them 40s and 50s, you know, you can't play anymore. I'm glad you said that. give, Give a message to all of our homies, like our peer group specifically, Health-wise, you know, I, I know I want to say you, you, we're supposed to go get the booty check, the colonoscopy thing, mm-hmm. right? What else should everybody get at this age to make sure you your pipe's running good and all that? What should you yeah. be aware of? Like you said, your cholesterol and check your heart. You know, this, if, I mean, really, our peer group right now is, is seeing our peer group fall off. Yeah. You know, I've had a, um, a friend die recently, um. Uh, Steve Sarah went to went to Carol with. You know. There've been many of us is going down. So I mean it's 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 at our age group now that we really have to take it serious. We really have to take it serious. Tell the joke. Tell the joke. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I just wanna tell you, because you know I named the segments to, to to mix and master everything. Uh Hopefully everyone will get to hear it, but the beginning of the show, I named that segment Iva yelling at me. (laughs) (laughs) Delmas, I want to thank you for joining us, man. And everybody, I want to thank you for listening. 
as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, I360 News, and UrbanHam.com. God bless Eric. <laughs> God bless you. Hello, good people. This is Russ McClinton from UrbanHam.com, your place online for the best in people to know, places to go, and things to do. Also, make sure you visit us at UrbanHam.com to get your latest in UrbanHam merch. And don't forget, you can get all the episodes of Intravenous 205 right here with Iva on UrbanHam.com.